0: that? There All right. I mean there's only one button. I have a problem making it come on. <laughs> we praise God that you're here this morning. If you're a guest, please fill out a little slip of papers in front of you in the pew so we have a record of you being here. If you're a member, we praise God that you're here also. This morning we're uh, looking forward to not preaching on a mission journey of Paul, (laughs) and I'm sure you are too. We want to remind you that I normally don't make a lot of announcements before service, but today I want to remind you of Vacation Bible School. Parents, grandparents, if you don't bring them, they're not going to come. So please bring your kiddos. If you don't have a grandkid or a child, get your neighbors, bring them whatever, bring them on, Saturday, 9 o'clock, registration, right here, they'll be out by 1, one thirty. over to our house, going to have a hot dog and do a little bit of swimming and eat ice cream and be back here at the church by uh, between 3 and 3.30, so you uh, make plans on picking them up then. Also, I want to remind you of the uh, memorial service for Samantha on Saturday at 3 o'clock right here in in the worship center. So be sure and be a part of that if you so desire. Men, please, please, please get signed up for the fall retreat. Get signed up for the men's breakfast. Be a part of all those things that are taking place within uh, our church. And the kiddos are going to have their car wash on the 29th. Be sure and bring your filthy, nasty cars up here, get them washed, (laughs) cleaned up. If they're not dirty, run them through a mud hole before you bring them up here. (laughs) Make them earn their dollar. And then they'll have the the, uh, yard sale after that. So there's uh, a ton of stuff. So bring, whenever you come, bring your pickup, get it washed, and then fill up the back end of it with stuff from the yard sale. Take it home with you, and all. Again, I say thank you for praying for us, for lifting us up. Thank you to our sponsors for taking our students to camp, and uh, you be in prayer for them. The students are all up and going pretty good. Our sponsors are dragging a little bit. They uh, they have a few years on those kiddos. And uh, I got tickled. Brother Harold said, well, I knew there'd be a lot of walking, but they didn't walk, they ran. So <laughs> it's a tough time, and I praise God for those that went with them and the decisions that were made. Lord willing, next Sunday morning, during this time you will hear from the students and Brother Thomas and the sponsors and so forth I will give them as much of the service Sunday morning as they so desire next Sunday and uh, probably if there's any time left I'll just ask Brother Thomas to close us out with a, a word from the scripture I praise God for you being here I ask you to pray for me the next few weeks, we're just going to be doing some topical sermons until God gets us ready to do what he's laid on my heart, and I'm not even going to tell you at this point in time what, he's got, what we're going to be doing, but we will start within the next few weeks, we'll start a series uh, on a subject, so we, uh, we ask you to pray for us as we prepare for that, and as we do the topical messages in the next two or three weeks. I praise God for each other. Oh, by the way, those of you have heard that Brother Terry Eaton uh, hurt his back yesterday evening. Uh, it was definitely a muscle pull in his sacchariliac area. <laughs> and I don't know if that's pronounced right, but you got the message. And uh, he went home from the hospital yesterday evening. And the doctors said that he. Uh, they gave him a muscle relaxer and a pain pill, and within about 35, 40 minutes, he went from not hardly being able to breathe without hurting to being able to actually move around on, on the bed without excruciating pain. So we praise God that he's doing well. So you remember he, he and uh, Miss Jackie. Also, Miss Jackie got a wonderful report on Thursday from all of her reports and we praise God for that. Will you stand with me as we pray? Lord God, we thank you and we praise your name that you allow us the privilege of coming and worshiping you. The privilege of studying the word, the privilege of acknowledging you as the Lord of our lives. Now Father, you bless as we worship you and as we study the word. Thank you, Lord God, for these Your people that are here, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Brother Harold, lead us, brother.
1: Good morning. Remain standing, please. This is the first song. I know we uh, go through trials and tribulations through our lives, and, but you know it's it's really in our our heart where the Holy Spirit dwells. We can find happiness. There's still happiness in the Lord. Real joy ours if we follow him. Let's sing that song, Happiness is the Lord. Happiness is to know the Savior living a life within his favor having a change in my behavior happiness is the Lord happiness is to know Coast relation Having a part In his salvation Happiness is the glorify the King of Kings. We will glorify the King of Kings. We will glorify the Lamb. We will glorify the Lord of Lords, who is the great I Am. Lord, she knew the rain We will bow before the throne. We will worship Him in righteousness. We will worship Him alone. He is Lord of heaven, Lord of earth. He is Lord of all who live. He is Lord above the universe. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lord of Lords, who is a great I Am. Let's sing that last, chorus, last verse again. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Lord of lords, who is the great I am? Amen. In Matthew 18, there's like three verses, and they're all talking about us being as a child, converted, and become as a child, humble as a child, and receive as a child. Isn't it great to be a child, a child of the Lord? We can be a hundred years old and still be a child. A child of the King. Let's sing that this morning. I'm a child. My father is rich in houses and a child of the King, a child of the King, with Jesus my Savior, I'm a child of the King. We're a child of the King. Are we saying yes? Yes, Lord, yes, to His will and His way. Let's stand, please. As the ushers come forward with this morning's offering, and then Kathy Stowe is going to bring us a song, a special song this morning. Let's say yes. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to Your will and to Your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust You and obey when Your Spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. To your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. When thy spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart I'll agree my answer will be
0: yes, Lord, yes. We invite you to join with us as we give unto the Lord God his tithes and our love offering. Will you join with me as we pray? Lord God, I praise you and I love you. I thank you so much how you bless us. You bless us spiritually, you bless us financially, you bless us with our health. Lord God, more than anything else, you bless us with your love and your Son, Jesus. Now receive unto yourself, Lord God, these tithes and offerings. Bless them and use them to further your kingdom. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: Bye. Bye. is a cup of fresh wine and oh what I missed he'd been waiting right there all the time
0: I think they're gathering back there for children's church God's answer everybody first thinks well Jesus is God's answer Salvation is God's answer. God's answer is love. Jesus Christ was love personified. God's love for us through Christ was more than we can even start to imagine. But God said to us, in order for us to fulfill all the commandments, and to be obedient unto Christ, we must, not if we want to, not if we feel like it, not if it's convenient, but we must love one another. Now, it's easy for us, for the most part, to love our spouse our children, our grandchildren, and so forth. But sometimes it gets pretty difficult. Well, it even gets difficult to love your spouse every once in a while. Uh, You know, Mr. Cherry has never, ever mentioned divorce. Murder two or three times, (laughs) but never divorce. And I believed her. This morning, I want us to look what God says, how love is the answer to everything that He has set forth in our lives. Turn with me, please, to Romans, Romans chapter, oh, what is that, 13, Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10, Romans 13. 8 through 10. And it says, Oh, no one anything except love one another. For he who loves the other has fulfilled the law. For the commandments you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet, and if there is any other commandments, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfillment of the law. Lord God, you take the word, you speak unto our hearts, and we'll give you praise for it all. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you flop with me real quick over to, over to Genesis, uh, Galatians, Over to Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 and following. You will see the word says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love. Serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and destroy one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. God says if you're going to fulfill the law, if you're going to do what I tell you to do, if you're going to be obedient under the commandments, If you're going to say, okay, God, I want everybody to see Jesus through me. I want everybody to see the power of God the Holy Spirit. Our young people, they just went to a a wonderful camp and, and they saw the moving of God the Holy Spirit in that camp and within the lives of different young people. And this is where we need to come to as adults. And no, we don't get to go to camp. And no, we're not young people, but according to the Word of God, if we know Jesus, listen, if you know Jesus as Lord and Savior, if you have had that time in your life that you said, Lord God, I realize I'm a sinner and I ask you to come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, save me, and the Word says, and at that time God the Holy Spirit seals us until the day of of Jesus coming again, if that's taken place in your life, then God says, the most important thing, the answer to all things, is love. And love says, I'm going to put you, and you, and you, and all the rest before myself. That's what love says. Love says, I'm not going to be selfish. I'm not going to be envious. I'm not going to be a person that that says it's all about me. In fact, I'm going to be all about you before I'm going to be all about me. I'm going to put myself in the background exactly as Jesus did. Jesus, at no time in his life, did he put himself first. He always put the apostles he always put the people he always spent time sharing with others and the word says here in Romans <clears throat> pardon me no one no one anything except love to one another you're supposed to love one another without exceptions i i uh, i know that sometimes it's very difficult because of our emotions. Our emotions sometimes take over. But the Word of God tells us that we need to let God the Holy Spirit lead in that. In Exodus chapter 20, verses 13 through 17, and I'm not going to read those, but let me give you a synopsis. It says, You shall not... Uh, covet you shall not steal you shall not bear false witnesses you should not covet anything that your neighbor has his house, his wife, his children his servants, his animals or anything that he has you are to love him you say yeah but Jay Frank he used to have a better boat than I did Now I covet that According to the Word of God, that's a sin. According to the Word of God, i got to get it right with God. I was told a long time ago, this is a little quip that I was told, and uh, it really fits. I'm going to use my brother as an example over here because he won't hit me. Markley, I got a problem with you. In fact, I'm just plumb out of shape with you. You know what? Because I'm been out of shape with him and because I have a problem with him, I've sinned against God. Do you know what's between me and God right now? Because if I've sinned against God, there's something, that sin between me and God. And that's him. He's between me and God. You know what that says? He's closer to God than I am. Folks, if you have a problem with someone and they're standing there because of your attitude, they're closer to God than you are. I don't care how spiritual you think you are because they're standing between you and God until you get that straight. Brother, I'm sorry. I ask you to forgive me. Lord God, I'm sorry. I ask you to forgive me. Now then, I've got both things right and I'm back in fellowship with God. I'm back in fellowship with my brother and I'm where God wants me. Don't let someone get closer to God than you are because of your attitude, because of your feelings, because you're selfish, because you covet, because you're angry, don't let any of those emotions get in the way. Get close to God. And the Word simply says, don't let anything get in the way of serving God because God says, I want to be first in your life. And it says, for the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear fault witness, you shall not covet. There is in any commandment all are summed up. Take it all. You know, I over here, and we're going to look at it in a minute, it says all the, all the commandments and all the prophecies are sealed in love. In love. Do you really, really, first of all, love Jesus? I mean, do you really love Jesus? Because if you really love him, you're going to put him first. If you truly, truly love him, according to the word, not what I'm saying, according to the word, if you truly love Jesus, you're going to put him first. You know, I uh, I have people tell me, well, Brother Mac, I would have been in church, but I I, I just didn't feel like coming. I didn't feel like it. Well, 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 gosh, I'm sorry you didn't feel. Well, you know, I had a headache. My big toe was hurting. I just didn't feel like coming. Now, they just spoke the truth right there. It wasn't their big toe, and it wasn't their back, and it wasn't their headache. They just didn't care about coming and worshiping God. You see, I don't expect you to come and listen to me, but I do expect you to come and listen to God. And that's what God commands us to do. Forsake not the assembling yourselves together to hear the Word of God. So folks, whenever we think about the problems that we have, it's not the problem that is happening around us, it's the problem that's happening right here. Right here. Don't blame Bill. Don't blame Max. Don't even blame me. It's a problem with you and God. Between you and God, and that's what it says. Listen closely. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If you're not right with God, you're not going to be right with anybody else. If you can't love yourself, if you can't look in the mirror and say, yeah, I know I'm a failure, yeah, I know I'm a sinner, but I also know God died for me and I also know Jesus rose from the grave for me and I know that I know that I was sealed by God the Holy Spirit and one of these days I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to be with Jesus when He comes again. Whenever you can say that and know that and believe that to the point of being comfortable with yourself, you're going to be able to be comfortable with other people. You're going to be able to love other folks. Not because of you, but because of Jesus that lives in you. The Holy Spirit that lives in you. You see, it's not all about us. It's all about God. It's all about the Holy Spirit. It's all about putting God first. When you put God first, whenever you come to the point that you're willing to say, okay, God, Whatever you ask me to do, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. We had some students that made commitments like that. You'll hear about them. God, whatever you ask me to do, I'm ready to do it. You've got a youth pastor that says that a few years ago. Lord God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. I, I think sometimes when he thinks about where we are, he regrets doing that with me. But he's proud that I'm proud that he did it with God. Not with me, because I fail him, so God doesn't. The word tells us in verse 9 look at it closely. For the commitment that you, for the commandments that God's given you, He didn't ask you if you want to do it, He didn't ask you if you desired to do it. The commandment that God has given us. Whenever we come to a point in serving God, we have to realize God says this is what we're supposed to do. How many of you have ever heard God say or in His Word, if you want to do it, you can do it, but if you don't want to, you don't have to? Folks, God doesn't say that. God says this is a commandment, and that commandment is for you to walk with Him and to be obedient with Him and to love others. In verse 10 it says, love does not harm the neighbor. Love does not harm a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. How do we harm our neighbors? You know the most harm we can do is not to haul off and hit somebody in the face. The most harm we can do it's done with this right here. It's right here. We need to keep control of our tongue, what we say, how we say it, or what we don't say. Sometimes I can, uh, I can have, in fact, I've had this, not recently, praise God, but I've had folks that get really bent out of shape with me, and I will finally corner them and I say, what in the world have I done? Well, you walked by me in the hall and didn't speak to me on Sunday morning. Folks, on Sunday morning, I can't even hardly tell you my name because I'm concentrating right here. If I don't speak to you on Sunday morning, it's not because I'm being ugly. It's simply because my mind was somewhere else. Listen. The Word says, love does not harm a neighbor. I love you and I promise you I will not intentionally do anything to harm you, to hurt you, to upset you, to make you mad, to do anything that will get you out of fellowship with God. Because, see, any of those things are going to get you out of fellowship with God, even though I cause it. Because you're not worshiping God and putting Him first. So, let me say this. There's an office door right back there in that corner. And that office door is never locked. Rephrase that. Seldom is locked. The only time you can't get in that door is when Miss Sam stands between you and it because I've asked her to. You knock on that door, you come in, and you can tell me anything you desire. If you have been out of shape with me, come tell me. If you're angry with me, please come tell me. If I've offended you, please come tell me. Because the last desire within my heart is to be one that harms those that I love. And I love every one of you. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. I love you as God's children. And he says, don't harm them. Don't harm them in any way. Matthew chapter 22 says, Matthew chapter 22, starting in verse 39, and the second is like, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hangs all the laws of the prophet. All the laws of the prophet. Jesus, how, I'm sorry, I turned two pages. On these hangs all the laws of the prophet. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, What do you think about Christ? Whose son is he? And they said to him, The son of David. And he said to them, How does this David, how does David in the Spirit call the Lord and said, The Lord said to my Lord, Set at my right hand till I come, till I make your enemies your footstool. And if David then called him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer his word, nor from that day on. Did anyone dare question anymore? No one questioned what Jesus said from that time up. Folks, we mustn't question what God says. It's time for us to back it down. You know, we have this idea that we know most everything, we have this idea that that we have surpassed in our knowledge. It's time for us to back back down and say, okay, God, we take you at your word, whatever you say. And God says the commandment to love one another fulfills all of the laws, fulfills everything that we don't understand, fulfills what God has asked us to do. So we must come to that point In our lives of saying God I want I desire to put you first to trust you I'm not going to question you anymore I'm going to just walk with you if you say it I accept it I've had people say to me well brother Mac are you sure about what the Word of God says Folks, there's things I don't understand about the Word of God, but I accept it. I know that it's the Word of God. The Word tells me that through God the Holy Spirit, the Word was penned by those men, led by God the Holy Spirit to do so. So this morning, I say to you, it's time for us, as God's children, as it says in Romans chapter 13, verse 10. It sums it all up in love one another. Love is the fulfillment of the law. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. I don't care if you've been a Christian for two days, two hours, or two minutes are for many years. It says, to fulfill the law, we must love one another. And that starts by loving God, by loving Jesus, by allowing Him to fulfill our lives. So this morning, I would say, without love, it would be impossible for us to fulfill the commandments of Jesus love is God's answer love is the way in which God shares his word through our lives through our testimonies through our witness and today I would say if you have hard feelings if you're angry Envious of any of your neighbors or friends. I would encourage you. To go to them. Get it right. Ask forgiveness. And ask the Lord God. To forgive you. For your attitude. For your anger. For your envy. And get it right. And as we do that we will know that we're walking with God. God's answer is love. The word simply says to us, for God so loved the world. Loved. That he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. But whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. How does it start? For God so loved. If God is in charge in our lives, if God through the Holy Spirit is leading us today, we will exhibit that love that god had for us how much did he love us he gave his son how much do we love him do we leave it, do we love him enough that we put his son first in our lives as we put his son first then you put your friends your neighbors your loved ones first before yourself. For Jesus set the example, you will do no harm to your neighbors, but you'll love them. This fulfills all the laws. Are you willing to fulfill the laws of God? Are you willing to say, okay, God, today, Today, I want to be what you want me to be. It's not a matter of what I say you ought to be. It's all a matter of what God says you need to be. Do you truly, truly love the Lord and in doing so, love your neighbors. I challenge you. If you have ought, needs to start right here. Lord God says, if you come to give your tithes, your offerings to the Lord, if you come to make a commitment to the Lord, and you have ought in your heart with a brother, leave him at the altar and go to that brother and ask him to forgive you and get it right. This morning, I challenge you If you have a problem with someone or something, and they're not here, you go home, you get on the phone, you go next door, you talk to your neighbor, you acknowledge them, and you apologize to them. I would encourage you get right here and get it started. Start right here on the altar before God and then be obedient to him and clear the air with anyone that you have a problem with because whether you like it or not, they're closer to God than you are because they're standing between you and him. Get it right with him. Lord God, I thank you and I praise your name that you bless in such a special way today. Father, I thank you that you love us. But Lord God, I praise you that you manifest your love within our hearts and our lives. I thank you, Lord God, that through the leadership of God the Holy Spirit, we can fulfill that which you've asked us to do. But Father, in order to do it, we have to put you first. We have to acknowledge the power of God the Holy Spirit in our lives. So Father, today I would pray if there's those that need to be obedient unto you and be saved and follow Jesus His Lord and Savior, they'll do it. If there are those that need to be obedient and join the church, they'll come and they'll Join the fellowship and be a part of what you have going on. Lord God, if there's those that need to be scripturally baptized, I would invite you. Lord, speak to their hearts. Encourage them to come today. Father, we just ask you to bind up the devil and loosen God the Holy Spirit that he might move in our midst. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Will you stand with us, Brother Harold? You lead us, brother. You come on. Don't wait, don't tarry. Come on. Get things right with God today and serve Him. Be obedient to Jesus in whatever it is that He's asking you to do. You come on. You come on. What's God saying to you today? You come on right now. Don't wait. Don't tarry. God says come unto me. Those that are heavy laden, come unto me and put your burdens upon men. I will take those burdens. You come to him right now. Don't wait. Come to Jesus. You're not coming to a man. You're coming to Jesus. Speak to him. Let him move in your Come on. Says, I come. Do you really? Come on. I come. Come to Jesus right now. Come on. You come to Jesus right now. Don't wait. Don't tarry. Come on. Praise God for each one of you being here today. I would ask you just to have a seat just for a minute, please. And I, uh, while we get all this information together here, nothing like paperwork. (laughs) Well, we praise God. We have had the privilege of knowing this couple for a a spell. And we've heard Miss Kathy sing a couple of times. Look forward to hearing more. Uh, I got a... Randall, do you sing? No. <laughs> join the club. I don't either, so just join the club, okay? Y'all come up here for just a minute. Now, you get on this side of I them, and she get. This is the only time I get between a couple, right here. If you don't know, this is Brother Randall Stowe and his lovely wife, Kathy. You, as I say, you've heard her sing... They're a member of J. Frank Jeanette's Sunday school class, which, by the way, they will be in your family, you know. And I asked them the same question that I ask every person that comes up here Randall, do you know Jesus, Lord and Savior? He said, Yes, I do. I said, Randall, have you been scriptural baptized? He said, As you can see, yes, I have. I asked Miss Kathy the very same question. She says, Yes, I've been saved, and yes, I've been scriptural baptized. And the church said about them joining the church, what? Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. We're glad that they did. And doing that, so uh, we will look forward. I'm going to ask them to step back up here. Y'all can have a seat for just a minute. I'm going to ask them to step back up here after the service. Mrs. Would, would y'all come up here with them if you feel do? I need to get you a chair, Jay? Okay. Okay. They'll come up here. You come by and give them the right hug of fellowship. And all I say to all of, my, all of our guests, praise God for you being here. I, I look back there and I saw some folks that I thought, gosh, I ought to know them. Their face sure looks familiar. Who in the world are they? I want to welcome our new neighbor, Will and Kathy back there. Judy, I'm sorry. Will and Judy back there. They just moved in uh, next door to us just a few weeks ago, and we praise God having them here, and golly, I think I see Lori off over there, glad to have you and your family here today, glad to have Teresa Gale, our middle daughter, and her son Jax over there, of course everybody knows Jax, and everything, we praise God. Miss Cher and I are going to have a real treat, not next weekend, but the next weekend, that will be on the weekend of the 29th. We're going to have our, our son and his wife Angie are going to be in church. Most of you have never met our son nor his wife Angie, and they will be here. Do what? Yeah. So they will be here, and uh, we're looking forward to them coming. And, and uh, yeah, I just told on you they're listening to us. And uh, they'll be here uh, Sunday, the 29th, and we're looking forward to that. And, uh, I have a prayer request that I would like to ask you, and I'm not even sure if my brother knows this, and my wife hates to hear things from the pulpit, but uh, I talked with Barkley Mine's other brother, Monty, that's in between us, and uh, he had a stress test, a few days ago and that stress test uh, proved that he had some type of uh, blockage in his heart and he will be having a heart cath arteriogram at all on the 27th to see how severe it is. They don't know it this time. So I would ask you just to be in prayer for Monty. Most of you have known him, he's been here and preached a few times. and. Uh, Be in prayer for he and Miss Linda as he goes through these situations with his heart. Brother Bill, I know you have something you've got to say. So get signed up, guys. There's, there's a, Is the, the copy of the bed deal back there, Bill? The sign sheet is back there, plus this You have the bed deal, okay. Okay. You can get your bed, get your name on a bed. That way you'll have a place to sleep for sure. So men, come on, be a part. We'll have uh, Brother Scott Hobbs. will be giving our devotions while we're there, our Association of Missionary. You've heard him speak before. He's a wonderful, wonderful communicator of God's Word. So I encourage you to come and be a part of that. Anything else? If y'all step here, Ms. Jay and Miss Jeanette, if y'all will come, if you'll stand with us, we'll be dismissed. Lord God, we thank you and we praise your name that you bless in such a special, special way. Now, Father, forgive us where we fail you. We thank you for your love, and Father, just, manifest that love in us, that we can share it with others. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.